on 2SM and the Super Radio Network, let's get back to High Tide. It has just gone five minutes after six. If you're thinking of heading out today, not a bad day to do it. Don't forget, if you are going out for a couple of days, there is a trough going to make its way, or as we like to call it, a southerly change, making its way up the coast. Should be here around about Sunday night as the forecast stands for the moment. But for Sydney Harbour, Pittwater and Botany Bay, east to northeasterly, 10 to 15 knots, tending north to northeasterly, 15 to 20 knots during the afternoon. Seas below 0.5 of a metre. Offshore, easterly below 10 knots, tending northeasterly, 15 to 20 knots in the early morning. Uh, seas below 1 metre increasing to 1 to 1.5 during the afternoon. The swell will be southerly, 1 to 1.5, decreasing to around 1 metre during the afternoon. The general forecast is for partly cloudy. Sounds good to me. Nice day to be out in the water. Okay, now a very emotive topic and a lot of the times a very uh, emotional topic for customers that buy boats and get a bit of corrosion or Shouldn't say corrosion, oxidisation yeah. on their I, paintwork. I, re, as you correctly said, uh, you know, osmosis and, and and what we're about to talk about is not rust, but I relate it well, to rust os, because os, osmosis is a different thing in fiberglass. Yeah. It, it's it's an acid reaction using the wrong vinyl ester or when there's problems. Mm. Thing. We're not going to touch on that one, but I'll just read the and I thought the best example would be the largest boat manufacturer in Australia, which is Tellwater, which makes Quintrex and Stacer boats. Now, their warranty policy on paint, and this is straight out of the owner's manual. Paint is warranted against defective paint or application, not against the normal effect of oxidisation around unsealed edges and fittings. Oxidisation is a normal for aluminium boats and is only cosmetic if not caused by a dissimilar metal. Keep that one in mind. Salt and moisture reacting with the aluminium will not affect the boat structurally. So what you've got to remember is when they paint the boats, it's there because aluminium oxidises. You, you put aluminium outside and it gets a little coating over it over a period of time. And it protects itself. That's the way it is. Yeah. When you're going to paint them, you clean all everything off and prep them and put the paint on there. But if you get any nicks or scratches or you leave salt because salt reacts with it and moisture, it will find its way under the paint and will bubble the paintwork. It's not rusting like a car and you're not going to end up with holes in your boat. It doesn't affect it structurally. It's purely an aesthetic thing. But when someone spent thirty, forty, fifty, eighty, a hundred thousand dollars on a boat and three, four, five, six months later it starts to show these signs, they tend to get a little bit toey about it, which we all do. But the majority of the problem is caused because the boat's not being washed and cleaned and cared for. I hose it down every time I pull it out. Yeah, no, but Hosing it down is one thing, but that's not going to get it all off. You've actually got to wash it, scrub it, clean it. Physical. Physical. Like, there's different, just soapy water, but you can get salt away, salt capped, and all all sorts of things like that, which will help. But you've actually got to get in and clean the thing. If you get the salt off, it's not going to cause the problem. And we see it come from wherever this thing's drilled or pieces have been put in it, or or a little... tiny nick from something, you know, end of a hook or something like that, and it just starts to bubble around the place and poop. And once it's in there, the it's not a major fix uh, to clean it. You can sand the area and um, re-coat it, and, and it'll normally be pretty good. But if it's a dissimilar metal, that's a different thing. That will eat holes in it where you get... Um, I had a classic example. Oh, 
nearly 30 years ago now, a gentleman bought a 4.3 Brooker Trekker off me. And he came back after 12 months. He rang me and said, oh, I've got a problem. He's got all holes in the front of the boat. Oh, okay. And it happened to be late in the afternoon. He was coming across the railway tracks. <laughs> Could be an issue. <laughs> yeah. And I was coming across the railway tracks at uh, Mulgrave. I could see the boat, and I knew who it was. And I could see the sunlight through the front of the boat because the sun was behind him. And uh, I said, oh, John, what's going on? He said, oh, look at all this. And it was the, the holes were all in line with the partial, parcel shelf underneath the bow of this brooker. He had old life jackets in there that had brass eyelets in them. And the water from the brass oh. eyelets was laying in the beading around the life jacket, sitting against the element, and just ate holes in it. Oh, my goodness. And it's nothing to do with with warranty. No, it's, it's not a manufacturing problem. You know, I've seen another one where it was a bar crusher, for instance, where a fella left it underneath a carport, and it was a just a standard galvanised, unpainted carport. And where the water drip off there, the rails and the back of the boat were starting to get pit holes from it because of the galvanic reaction from the water coming off the galvanised carport. You can't, you, you've got to be careful where, where you're putting and what you're doing. You know, it could cost thousands of dollars, but the oxidisation on the paintwork uh, and the little bubbling is not structural. It doesn't cause anything. It's purely an, eyes, an eyesore, and the manufacturers won't warrant it because they say, well, you've got to look after your base. You've got to clean it. You've got to maintain it. Mm. So just hosing it doesn't always work. You know, get an applicator with something else that'll, that'll do it. We did a couple of minutes of elbow grease. Well, yeah, you don't even need to use the elbow grease. You can get water-injected heads for, you know, um, for hose, hose yeah, you know, brushes yeah. and stuff like yeah. that that'll just be just wipe it up and well, down. That's, but, that's, but it's inside the boat because anywhere water can lay in somewhere, moisture and salt will cause aluminium to oxidise. It's funny that, isn't it? We yes. buy boats and then we spend the rest of our lives making sure the water stays on the outside. Well, you've just got to do it type of thing. Yeah. And But yeah, people get very emotive about it. Oh yeah, but it's only six months old. That's why you've got to wash it from day one. Soapy water or some sort of thing with it or as you say a head on a brush or something like that, but you've got to clean them off a little bit better. That's what causes the problem. And it doesn't take long, yet the savings, and and not just the savings financially, but the headaches. Well, it, it's more, as I said, it's an aesthetic thing. So if you're looking at resale value, yeah, people say, so I'm not going to buy that because they think, oh, it's rusting out. Well, the boat's not rusting. Mm. It's oxidisation. And you know, if it's a steel boat, yes, it'll rust, but an aluminium doesn't rust as such. Mm. So it's just a thought for people. Just have a look. And good things to read the owner's manual. <laughs> what's that? Yeah. Yeah, what's that? <laughs> well, you, I think I've told you before. Back in the day, sorry, you finished? You no, no, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Back in the days of the VK Commodore, that the number of people would come in and say, "Oh, mate, we've got a problem with the car. What's wrong? Yes. The battery keeps going flat. Why is the battery going flat? Well, the interior light won't switch off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because the interior lights, which was on the, the they had a. A, a, a round knob, you know, yeah. get off, park, on. Yeah, and, and if twisted. you pulled it out, yeah, pulled it out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The the other thing too is uh, canopies, um, canopies, and we spoke about it before in the boats. Uh, the boat won't do one hundred and twenty kilometres an hour. Neither will the canopy. Yeah. Okay. So if you've got a boat, you know, a normal boat might do fifty or sixty kilometres an hour, and that's on a, on a good day type of thing. And normally, if it's blowing, you're not doing that anyhow. But if you've got it behind the car and you're doing 100 kilometres an hour down the motorway and you've got 20, 30 kilometres of headwind, it's doing 130 kilometres an hour and it normally tears into bits. And also, even if you're not doing 100 you know, kilometres per hour, 
But you're going through tunnels. Check your heights. Uh, yes. <laughs> tunnels are very, very good at removing them. Not only tunnels, carports and things yeah. like that. I remember a customer picked up a boat and took it home and forgot to put the canopy down and uh, pulled the carport down onto yeah. the boat. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Darl, can we just hop into Coles on the way home? Oh, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, okay. We're not doing that again. Always think about what you're towing. And yeah. same with turning when you're turning with a boat apex a little bit later because it will cut in. It's like a truck. If you're on a, an inside or an outer lane of the truck's turning in front of you, you're going to let him have room because you see the trailer cuts in a bit closer. That's exactly the same with the boat out the back. Mm. It's a good tech spot. I like that one. Yeah. I like that one. But yeah, Don't so, panic. Just do your just do yeah. your maintenance. It's not that hard if if you have got some uh, oxidisation on there to rub it back and a bit of um, primer on there and paint it over the top and blend it back in again. You don't notice it. Yeah. And you got to remember, like people say, well, why don't they do a better paint job on the boat? Well, they do a, a good paint job on the boat, but if a boat's worth Thirty or forty, fifty thousand dollars, and the paint jobs cost a thousand dollars. You say, "Oh, what well, a paint job?" Okay, well, I'll do a ten thousand dollar paint job, and you're going to pay another nine thousand dollars for the boat. Yeah, but even if you've got a ten thousand dollar paint job and you're fishing, and you're a hook got, touches yeah, the side, exactly it's not going to make any difference. And that's the same lifting the floor out of the boat every now and again, because if you drop hooks, sinkers, or swivels, they rust. and they get down the side, they'll cause those little holes through the boat. Mm. Uh huh. And the manufacturers actually um, give you extra warranty or tell what it does if the boat's checked by an authorised dealer every 12 months. And so when you're getting your engine serviced, you can get that done as well and they give a couple of years extra warranty. Oh. Mm hmm. Just for going over the boat and making sure. Well, getting, getting it serviced yeah. so they know it's being looked after type yeah. of thing. But it's got to be, we've got to report it back to them that it's been done. Yeah. Uh, you've got to have uh, evidence that it's been serviced each year. And if you service them through a a reputable... It's got to go through the authorised dealer. An authorised dealer. Yeah. Um, and something does go wrong and the motor is out of warranty, sometimes, sometimes you they'll come to the will. party, That's depending right. on what it is. If it's a normal, you know, maintenance, uh, i.e., uh, you know, something that's going to wear out... This comes back to having a relationship with your dealer. Yeah. Because he can go to bat for you. Yeah. You know, if, if you go and buy something somewhere then take it to somewhere else and say, oh, well, it's fixed on a warranty... There's no obligation from the person... Okay, say, for instance, you you went and bought a Stacer at Queensland. Yep. You're up there on holidays, you bought a boat. And you bring it down to me and say, oh, I've got this problem. But we'll try and help you out. But if we have out-of-pocket expenses that are not covered under warranty, you're liable for those because there is no contract between you and me in the purchase of the boat. Yes. Okay, and that's the way the Department of Fair Trade looks at it. So there's got to be a contract in place. If there's no contract in place, well, you're not liable for it. So you, you've got to advise people in that case, you know, there could be costs involved, otherwise you've got to take it back to the point of purchase. Mm. So just S keep that in mind. See, people, that's why you should listen to High Tide. Valuable, valuable information like that. I'm going to head up to Queensland uh, in this hour. I'm going to catch up with Swanee in just a few moments. PJ will be along. Sorry, he sent me an abusive text about uh, my comments with regards <laughs> electric to electric vehicle. Uh, what, can you imagine him in an electric truck? I'd like. I want Musk to give him an electric truck. That'll be got. No, he'll, <laughs> he'll just go off. He'll go off. And Paul Bird will be along a little bit later too. This is High Tide, sixteen and a half after six. Thirteen, twelve, sixty-nine. Talking sports. This is Two SM. Twenty years ago, we started talking sport. I suppose we've got to stay Happy New Year, but you're going to get sick of hearing that. Yet in time, it was clear that what you love would dominate the hours of air we occupy. Five 
days a week. Welcome back. I'm sitting in the shed celebrating a birthday, not mine, but your 21st. So how good's that? Excellent. Yeah, no, the afternoon's not the same when you aren't here, that's for sure. You will still receive the passion we have for our games and your calls and those texts. Boys, great to have you back where it's like being with your mates at the pub without leaving the house. Can <laughs> you, Pat? Well, you took your sweet time getting back. I mean, five weeks oh. is one-tenth of a year. Has that ever occurred to you? That's okay, mate. The most important thing is, thank God you're back. Happy New Year. 21 years on, it's great to be back. Talking Sport. Weekdays from three. Today I'm talking to Tracy, who is one of Arbor Vitae's many happy customers. Hi, Tracy. Hello, Lee. When did you start taking Arbor Vitae and what for? I'm a cake maker by trade and suffered with sore hands for years, which is a common issue for my fellow bakers. They know how debilitating it is. A friend suggested I tried Arbor Vitae, and I can't believe how well it's worked for me. What benefits have you noticed from Arbor Vitae? It was after my second bottle that I noticed the difference. My pain has all but disappeared. It's like a magic potion. I'm able to work with no pain. No stretch of the truth. It's worked so well for me. It's wonderful to hear how much of a positive impact it has had on your life. Thank you for your time, Tracy. Arbovitae is an easy-to-take daily supplement that may help manage some of the most common health disorders caused by inflammation. Arbovitae health supplements are now available at Chemist Warehouse, Australia's cheapest chemist. Visit arbovitae.com.au. Always read the label and follow the directions for use. There's nothing like Razorback 4x4. They make Australia's best four-wheel drive seat covers, which offer protection like no other. So you can get out and about knowing that the interior is protected from spills, mud, sand, dogs, even messy family members. Razorback 4x4 have the strongest, most comfy seat covers this side of the black stump, and they're customizable with free shipping Australia-wide. Head to Razorback4x4.com.au and grab some for your four-wheel drive today. That's Razorback4x4.com.au. You'll see more of Australia in less time when you travel by plane with Outback by Air. In a fraction of the time it would take you by road, Outback by Air will fly you to destinations you'll never forget and you'll probably never see again. What you will cover in a week on Outback by Air, all-inclusive tour, would take you up to a month or more to do in a motor car. Check the packages and destinations available at outbackbyair.com.au or you can phone 1300 310 503. 2SM. Have your say. Call 131269. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network. This is High Tide. And it is 20 minutes after 6. Let's go up to Marucci to a Swanee and Yvonne. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Oh, I'm good. How are you up there? You got the sick patient living down the road from you? Him today. We'll get him in the pool this morning, swim him around a bit. Don't hold his head underwater this time, bud. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that to him. No, <laughs> I know. How's, how's the fishing been up there? Yeah, oh, it's been sensational outside fishing this week, Al, but just before we do that, you're talking about the osmosis and wearing holes in aluminium and that. So, brought back memories of years ago with a first boat I ever owned was a 12 foot uh, John Boy punt with a, with a six uh, the Havilland I think it was with a six horsepower yammy on it and uh, a mate my Archie back in the day back in the late 60s early 70s 
<coughs> we used to fish winter uh, for the whiting in winter, and uh, we wore uh, these cheap waders we bought because you needed them uh, when you were pumping squirt worms up in the local creeks. Uh, uh, near Gosford, we used to go up in the Rara Creek and pump worms. And uh, we'd fish different spots for uh, big whiting during the winter. And uh, I noticed that we'd fish the one anchor and we'd both sit in the middle seat and fish over the back of the boat. And uh, <clears throat> I noticed uh, after oh, four or five trips, there was uh, some sort of reaction between the the material and the neoprene or whatever it was in the uh, in the waders and the aluminium on the seat, and after about three seasons, it actually wore holes. In yes, the, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, mostly had some brass fittings on the waders or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember brass fittings, but anyhow, it had some sort of reaction. And every time we used it, and got and it rained or we got a bit wet underneath, it uh, it had this reaction. It was almost like a uh, Oh, sort of a greasy, uh, I don't know, some sort of reaction. Anyhow, yeah, but, yeah, uh, it'll kill it. This this brook, I'll never forget that the holes, and they're in a perfect line, <laughs> the corrosion holes, about an inch above the this parcel yeah. shelf. Yeah, yeah, get those sinkers out of the bottom too if I go under. <laughs> oh, sinker swivels as well. Yeah, swivels. Yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway, yeah, back to the fishing. Yeah, outside. Uh, uh, well, the weather's been. Uh, exceptional, uh, especially early if you get out early enough and, and do it. Uh, there's several uh, that are popping up everywhere on Facebook. Uh, uh, people bagging out on uh, Spanish mackerel. Uh, one fellow there yesterday or the day before, he, uh, he was on his way back at seven o'clock with uh, some nice pearl perch and, and a couple and his bag limit of mackerel on his way back home at seven o'clock, and most of them the same, you know. If you find the bait schools out there on the nearings around the uh, the Blinker Marker, uh, Murphy's Reef, um, Sunshine Reef, and it's further up, yeah, they're just absolutely going gangbusters. Uh, yeah, to be out there this morning is perfect at the moment too. Um, yeah, um, uh, the bottom fishing there, red throat, pearlies, uh, even a couple of really big red empercord in place too, which is a little bit unusual. Uh, this part of the coast, but uh, normally you have to go wide to the Barwon banks. Um, the river itself, yeah, a little bit quiet at the moment with the smaller tides. Uh, I spoke to a few people at the ramp and a few people about, made a few calls, and uh, yeah, there's still uh, some good whiting to be had uh, for those using worms, uh, little soldier crabs, and you have down around the mouth, the best shot for them. The, the rivers gradually start to uh, starting to clear up after the rain we had, and uh, yeah, the few flathead. Yeah, uh, uh, generally, but we had the was the full moon. The mangrove jack will come on, so uh, get ready to have a crack at them, uh, especially the night time on the full moon. Crabs. Uh, I've had the crab pot in a couple of times. I get here in a feed of crabs and. Uh, I put it in on Thursday night. I got six crabs, and they were all throwbacks. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Swanee, but I, I shouldn't take as much delight as I do when you tell me those stories that you can't catch one from Kieran. Uh, uh, anyhow, I'm, I'm, I'm counting the days if he goes back. <laughs> uh, so I'll, I'll shut it in on the full moon, and hopefully, even if I can just get one for him, uh, uh, I'll fix him up. 
Yeah, depending that's about it, mate. A little bit quiet in the river, but I'll show you if you're going outside fishing, uh, if you know what you're doing, you should be able to get your bag limited to mackerel and uh, and uh, there's plenty of other fish. Um, you know, reefies on the bottom and, on most of the uh, inside reefs. So, yeah, really worth a go. I haven't heard anything about the marlin. I tried to get in touch with Joe the other day, but I, he must be pretty busy, so... I don't know what's going on the marlin soon, but it was a little bit quiet there last week. But uh, they work on moon phases. They're funny. You can go out one day and you can, you know, you can bring fish up everywhere and catch, raise and catch half a dozen. And other days you go out like I go out and you catch nothing. Yeah, for ten hours trolling. So yeah, anyhow, that's about it, fellas. There's you know a little bit there for for the outside fishing, plenty there, and uh, a little bit for the river fishermen, but. If you know what you're doing, you can get yourself a feed of Biden. Okay. No worries. Thank you for that. You and Yvonne have a great week, and uh, go and take Kieran some chicken noodle soup or something like that. Yeah, I gave him some uh, fricassee uh, lamb yesterday. <laughs> Help him out. He's not sick. He's putting it on for the free feed. Yeah, he's not silly at all. That's right. I picked some of his Christmas ham. We've got a, we've got a ham left there. We've got to go and polish that off for the inside. You, you just want the bone for your crab traps, I know. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. You know what you say? No, no. Fresh mullet, the only way to go. No, Laurie uses the ham and yeah. the, and the, the, the uh, skin, and he gets the crabs. Oh, yeah. Well, you'll you know, you'll get anything, but... Yeah. Sally? Yeah. yeah. Both, sir. Sally? Well, you don't tickle, I know up in, uh, up in northern Queensland, uh, you can't put fish or anything in your, in your mud crab traps. You, the crocodile just munch your... Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good tip. Good tip. Yeah, so they use uh, canned cat food or dog food. Yep. Yeah, punch a few holes in it. There you go. <laughs> That's a go, but uh, not necessarily down here. No. Not too much crocodiles down here. <laughs> not, yet. not yet. Give it time, yeah. <laughs> okay, right. thanks, Swanee. Thanks, right. Yvonne. Talk to you next week. problem with the Irrigandji, fellas. There's uh, been a few people on Gary, uh, especially on the western side. There were three three or four incidents uh, during the week with them being stung by the Irrigandji. Yeah. So, yeah, not very pleasant. Yeah, it's been a problem at Fraser Island for a while, but oh, at least it got past the dingoes getting the water. Yeah, yeah. Well, my young bloke Bill got stung over near Cable Beach, I think, over near Broome. Yeah. And uh, he said it's not very pleasant. I said, nah. That pain like it. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Wayne. Thanks, Yvonne. All right. Okay, talk to you this week. Bye. What is it about this country where everything's so OP? Like, Bill Bryson, I think, summed it up. He said, uh, in... Um, when, when you travel to Australia, I, I, I thoroughly, you know, recommend that you, you go through all of the things that can kill you. Now, one of the things, blah, 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 you'll find in edition number 17 of the <laughs> things that will kill you in Australia. They just, everything's so overpowered. Even the kangaroos. Like, yes. Aren't they beautiful? Have you seen them punch each other? <laughs> Have you seen them fight? Yes. Have you seen them take on humans? That's the one. That dingo that run up and bit that lady's backside. Backside. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're wild dogs, people. Although the the indigenous people did have them, dingoes hanging around, yeah, for for many many years. So uh, they teamed up and seemed to work. Look, I'm sure we could train them. Uh, all animals a while before they got domesticated. Yeah, but yeah, just different positions. You can't try and keep them 
treated one way, one thing, and a different way in a different situation. So, yeah. yeah. We'll take a break at 29 minutes after six on the other side of this. Peter Johnson. Why don't you take your taste buds on a chocolate holiday with the irresistible chocolates from Byron Bay Chocolate Company? A local success story, the family-run factory produces spectacular chocolates to match our spectacular region. Locally sourced nuts, fruits and berries are lovingly coated in the finest chocolate to create these gourmet products that leave you wanting more. Treat yourself this holiday season. Try their world-famous Moon Macadamias. Look for the Byron Bay Chocolate Company at quality independent outlets. Nothing says Aussie summer like an ice-cold Bundaberg ginger beer. Coupled with backyard barbecues, sunshine and your mates. Bundaberg Ginger Beer is a true blue brew, a quintessential classic. Craft brewed over three days using real Aussie ginger and a traditional family recipe which has been perfected over four generations. Treat yourself this summer to the great Australian brew, Bundaberg Ginger Beer. There is no better venue for weddings in Western Sydney than Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. With a beautifully appointed clubhouse overlooking their picturesque 18th green, Twin Creeks can turn your get-together, party or celebration into a memorable special occasion. Do yourself a favour and find out about having your wedding or other group function at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or phone Twin Creeks Friendly Function Staff on 9670 Are you building a new home? Well, there's a more affordable way with a PAL Kit Home, Australia's most experienced and trusted kit home supplier for more than 50 years. You can become an owner-builder and manage the building of your own home. PAL guarantee that you can do it even without prior building experience. Find out how you can build your very own home. Go to PAL, that's P-A-L, kithomes.com.au or you can phone them on 1-800-024-912. Introducing the 2023 World Performance Car of the Year, the Kia EV6 GT. 430 kilowatts of power and 740 newton metres of torque. With its unique Australian-tuned GT suspension and steering, the Kia EV6 exceeds all expectations. The Kia EV6 GT, the most powerful Kia ever built. Kia, movement that inspires. Hi, I'm Patrick Dangerfield. How good is getting out on the water? But what if something happens to your boat or jet ski? You want to know that you can count on your insurance. That's why I choose Club Marine. Boat insurance by people who know boats. Club Marine is Australia's largest provider of boat insurance with more than 50 years experience. So if you're looking for flexible cover options, exclusive member benefits and fantastic claim service, look no further. Get a quote at clubmarine.com.au and discover why boating's just better with Club Marine. TMD available at clubmarine.com.au. Read the PDS to see if this insurance Have your say. Text us on 0458 049 209. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network, you're listening to High Tide. Brought to you by Blake's Marine. Check out the range at blakesmarine.com.au. It is looking absolutely fantastic out there today. We're heading for a top of 29 degrees. A little bit of cloud in Sydney, but it's going to improve, Mr. Blake. Welcome back. Let's go to PJ and find out where he's hiding. Morning, Pete. How you going? How are we all? We're very good. Very good. Some nice weather for a change. Uh, get rid of the rain. It's just uh, life is good. Well, it's it's been wacky weather. Like we get some beautiful days, and we'll get a storm in the afternoon and rain during the night. And um, oh man, 
I tell you, the humidity, it's the killer. You know, you're getting up there of 85 and 87% humidity of a day and 90% the next day. And, you know, I'll go to work and it's it's 25 degrees at midnight and you're sweating like a pig because of the humidity. But, that um, comes with age, I think, Pete. Sorry? That comes with age and weight. What you talking about, Willis? <laughs> Is what that is saying? that a comment, Alan, or is an aspiration? I think it's a bit of both. But, uh, <laughs> I, thought it, I, I thought it was more perspiration, not aspiration, but anyway. Fishing, yeah. let's go fishing. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it's going to say it takes all night to do what you used to do all night. Oh, oh. Yeah, let's not go there. Yeah, let's go to the Take fishing. <laughs> Yeah, well, the fishing—it's um—it's been—it's been how would you say bouquets and brickbats? It's it's one day and it's similar to the last couple of weeks. One day it's really really champagne fishing, and the next day it's um you're looking for a roast dinner to cook because you've got no fish. But um, it, it it's it's funny. The current's uh, been pretty solid, but we've had some days where the wind's just been wicked. You haven't been able to get out there, but. Um, you know, like the, the, there's the odd fish starting to get caught that's uh, coming out, like the big spangled emperor. When I say big, uh, two and a half kilo caught in Foster in the lake, um, it, it's obviously come down on the warm current. Um, you know, it, it, it's not unheard of to get spangled emperor in Sydney, um, especially around the front ledges along long reef. There, we, we've brought a few over the years, but. Um, this is the first one I've seen or heard of since I've been up here. Um, you know, there, there's been a few cobia caught. Um, haven't heard of any spotties down here yet, but um, they, they shouldn't be too far away. Around mid-February is when they'll start to show up down this way. But the um, the good thing is that um, there's plenty of bonito. Um, there's been a few small blacks taken, but... Um, out at the Wave Rider and at the Crowdy Head f- Fad and out at the Lauritan Fad, it's been dolphin fish, dolphin fish, dolphin fish, and there have been some XOS dolphin fish out there. The best way to get those is to um, get some live baits and troll them or drift with the current past the, uh, past the uh, fads. And listen, um, Spot lock's a wonderful thing, but don't be a pig of yourself and just spot lock yourself right next to the fad and take away the opportunity for everybody. You know, like if everybody just does a drift path, you'll get your fish. But by spot locking and, and blocking the whole thing to yourself, you're only going to make a name for yourself and it won't be a good name. Um, <clears throat> I heard of some blokes getting into uh, verbal uh, athletics there the other day, and then they wanted to continue it out in the physical nature back at the uh, rampant crowdy. So don't be those guys. Just drift or troll past, and you know the dolphin fish are going to be there. You don't have to hog the whole area for yourself. And while you're at it, uh, look at the legal size and bag limits too. Just a reminder, hint, hint. Um, blue boat. Just remember, you know. Um, anyway. Um, is that said done? Uh, Rainbow Runner was caught on one of the closer in reefs while somebody was fishing for snapper, and uh, they come up to us and said, "Oh, what's this fish?" And I said, "That's a Rainbow Runner." Um, and if you're going to ID a fish, it's best to ID it while it's live, 
gravity unless a big gaff hole in it. But luckily enough that the rainbow runner's not about eating fish. Um, but you know, oh, just a little hint there. But um, yeah, it's been so much surface action out there in the dolphin fish. Nobody's really worried about the fish in the wider grounds because a you won't be able to um, hold a bait out there because of the current. But the enclosed grounds early morning have been turning on some spectacular snapper action, and it doesn't matter whether you're using soft plastic or putting floating baits out in a burley trail. Some of the snapper are going six and seven kilos, you know, and there's some absolute big, uh, big, uh, well, as they call them, nobbies, really large uh, humps on their heads coming in, some ugly fish, I guess. But, yeah, it's well worth getting up there and getting a bait out in a burly trail first thing in the morning. Um, some big soft plastics, like if you want to use those um, 220-bill prey minnows, they're going to be scoffed pretty easy. And just use a, a, a 7 hook in a decent um, jig head and then put a stinger hook with some 50-pound braid in the back of the prey minnow, and that's not a bad rig. And I think, Grant, I'll... Um, I'll get together a rigging video for the uh, Facebook page so people how to fish the soft plastics with a, uh, a stinger hook and uh, we'll get that going in the next week or two. I'd love that. I love uh, all your technical ones. They they really float my boat. Oh, okay. It's mm, good to hear. We, um, even though it's a yacht. <laughs> you still a... fish off a yacht? <laughs> Come on. A yachtit. Yeah, um, with the with the um, the rivers like the flathead, it's 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 now big girl time for the flathead because uh, this is when they're, they're uh, really uh, really common for their uh, captures. Um, when I've been walking the sand flats this week, uh, there's a lot less people around, so the the imprints are starting to show up again on the sand flats, and you'll find one big um, print in the sand, and there'll be six or seven little males printed all around it. So you go along and you have a look and there's a big female been lying here and six or seven smaller males all vying for attention around that, that big imprint. And if you actually go cruising in the shallows, and I'm talking, you know, two to three foot of water, just drifting past, you'll often spook the, the big girls and you'll see the little fellas take around. And um, on some of the social sites, I've been watching people using drones to target these big um, flathead and they just follow them around the sand flats and there's a video there the other week of a cormorant and a big flathead chasing a school of bait and then um, there's also footage of just a, a really big flathead chasing some, some bait down there at Foster but anything that's going to resemble a bait fish profile worked over less than a metre of water is going to get yourself some really nice fish here. Um, if you're going to take those photos of those, those big fish and, 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 you know, everything over um, 70 centimetre goes back, don't use those boga grips and hold the fish by the lip. It's, it's great to have it on the lip, but always support the body around the, around the anal fin area, um, not in the guts because you can hurt their, hurt their um, spleens, but just support the fish if you have to. Lay it along on your forearm and, and, and support the fish. Don't hang it by... The jaw alone because yeah, soon enough that fish is going to die not long after you release it in all probability. So look after those trophy fish. Get a photo if you can. Get it on a brag mat and so you've got a permanent reminder of the length, you know. Um, get in the water with the fish like you see them do with some of the Murray Cod photos. 
there's plenty of flathead out there taking the uh, the larger lures. Just remember, if you want a large flathead, a larger lure or a larger bait. Um, top water lures like the the Pro Lure Ultra Gar, just work that across the surface in in you know like two foot of water. Um, you, you're going to get a strike. Um, the Crossfire lures, Simon Cross's lures, they're just amazing for that sort of stuff too. Um, and, and big, large, soft plastics, like um, if you just rig them up with a stinger hook and, and work those, but an unweighted lure, you don't want the uh, big jig head in there with the big soft plastics. Just just use a weedless hook in there and a stinger hook in the tail and you'll get yourself on the flathead. And if you want to feed, downsize and, 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 and go for like the 65 mil paddle grub, like I was saying last week, the, the paddle grub and the, the, the clone prawn in that motor oil or the natural prawn colour. I still haven't used the raw prawn yet. I've got to get here and, and evaluate the raw prawn, but I, 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 I think that will be a really good lure on low light as well. Um, but, yeah, there's plenty of flathead out there to get a feed. The whiting are in the lower reaches in the clearer water. Now that the water's very warm, um, there's plenty of whiting around, so worms and nippers are doing that. Um Unfortunately, further up river, the bass fishermen have taken a bit of a flogging because we've had a fair bit of rain and and uh, the, uh, the 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 rivers are really dirty. And um, I noticed um, yesterday coming up over the bridges there, the, um, the Bellingen and the Kalang up there at the Yuranga, they're 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 pretty dirty. The Hastings getting a bit dirty, and and the uh, the Manning's a bit dirty. So I'd say the upper reaches where the bass fishermen are, they're going to be um, licking their their wounds for a week or two till it clears up. Um, the good thing about fishing the back ends of Foster Lake is they clear out pretty quick. So you might want to watch some of the, um, the the rivers where they run into the lake. You might find a few bass floating around there. But, um, yeah, the thing that's conspicuous by their absence is the brim, although this dirty water might tend to um, concentrate around the oyster leases and that. So you want to fish a running tide around the oyster leases with burly and some smelly baits, you know, or things, oily baits like uh, pilly cubes or tuna bits and just drift them back, lightly waded back towards the uh, the oyster leases. I'm pretty sure you'll find yourself a rim or two. And, um, and uh, what can I say, there's still plenty of crabs around. So all in all, uh, this part of the coast, um, it, it's it's really really good. Um, just get out there and have some fun. Okay, thank you for that, BJ. It's very informative. And uh, can we get an update tomorrow? Well, I don't know how I'm going to update what I just did, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, or any more late 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 mail. That's the right way to put it in, a, in racing terms. Yeah, yeah, late mail, and we might do a fishing tip. Yeah, it's good. Or a recipe's good too. Oh, have I got a recipe for a crab omelette? There we go. Okay, here we go. That's it. That's us tomorrow. Crab omelette. Grant will make it for after the show tomorrow. (laughs) All right, no worries. Thanks, Pete. Talk to you tomorrow. tomorrow. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye. That was PJ. Uh, Look forward to the crab omelette tomorrow. (laughs) You are optimistic if you think I'm going to make it for you, Blakey. Have you seen me cook? (laughs) Yeah, you're a bit skinny. (laughs) Could be a fate worse than death. We'll take a break and catch up with Paul Burt. Stick around. 
2SM has Sydney talking. You used to be paying $600 a quarter for electricity, now they're paying $1,200. At the bottom line, when you line up at the checkout, what you are living on, that's where it's still really hurting us. Small minorities are getting in there who have an agenda to push because we are quiet. And when I say we, I mean the majority, then we have to accept it. The minority blokes are out there jumping up and down in the streets. That's why they're getting things through that they shouldn't be getting through. Summer mornings with Dave Cochran. With a few simple clicks on the Finance Easy website, you can borrow a serious amount of money without even leaving home. They make Finance Easy, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Applying couldn't be easier. Just visit the Finance Easy website, provide a few details, and they'll take care of the rest. Go to financeeasy.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian Credit Licence Number 392182. Those high-rise and difficult-access painting jobs, Skyhook Painting is the answer. Instead of using costly and unsightly scaffolding, Skyhook's expert tradesmen will abseil down your building, preparing and painting the surface as they go. So if you've got a high-rise or difficult-access painting job, get in touch with Skyhook Painting. Go to skyhookpainting.com.au or phone... 0449-849-949. Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1-800-805-366 or go to view.org.au. Relax and unwind before you take off when you stay overnight at Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel. Located just a minute's walk to the terminal and a five-minute stroll to the beach, Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel is your perfect home away from home. Enjoy a sundowner and meal at Ridges Rooftop Bar with views along the Gold Coast beaches and the hinterland. Visit ridges.com or you can call 07-56198-198. For the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, try Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockist, go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone Ray on 04. 066-71-359. This is Radio 2SM. This is Radio 2SM. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network, you're listening to High Tide. That you are, and it is 12 minutes away from 7. Welcome back. Now... We've got, uh, must mention Blake's Marine, I suppose. We've got some stasis up there if anyone's interested in a boat. Uh, repowering Yamaha, Suzuki, bargain boat bits, all sorts of goodies. Um, if you've got any questions about oxidisation, give us a call during the week on 4577 It's uh, As I said, it's a very emotive subject. And uh, the next one we're going to talk to is suffered from a little bit of oxidisation on his paintwork as well. Peter Sayer, good morning. Good morning, or how it's um, how's the weather treating you down there today? Beautiful. It's going to be uh, fifteen or twenty from the northeast, one to one point five meters. A little bit of cloud about, but not much. Yeah, just nice. light stuff. 
We got uh, 10 to 15 from just about every direction on the compass. <laughs> had, a little, had, a little bit, had a little bit of 35 to 40s in there on occasion. I saw oh, that photo. Well. I saw that photo of your anchor swing. It was a perfect circle. <laughs> <laughs> it is, I was getting dizzy while swinging around in circles that much. It is, um, <laughs> It had sit at um, 15 knots from one direction, then you'd get a blast of 45s from the other direction, go right around, and yeah. So, whereabouts are you anchored yeah. at? Um, so we're out at uh, Ribbon Reef. That was Ribbon Reef number five. We're back down to Ribbon Reef number three now. Oh, okay. So you've been uh, up towards Lizard. Yep. Yeah, we decided not to go that far, given there's a cyclone out there, which is um, out of the six systems that we're looking at to. Um, the six, ver- six versions that we're looking at to follow that one system, they're all going different directions. Oh. They're, they're all starting to look, well, most of them, sorry, are starting to look like they're going to converge down on the bit Sundays, but uh, or Townsville, for, in fact. Um, there are two versions which have a uh, landing right now lap here at Port Douglas, so we're just uh, just watching it and making sure we get plenty of time to get up to Creek. On 2SM and the Super Radio What are you doing, Grant? I keep pushing the, the, the keyboards in the wrong position, and I push the wrong button. Oh, Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, there we go. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's an excuse. That's it. Excuse that's me. the one. And then, Peter, just explain to people when you say um, you're using PredictWin, which has six different versions. Just tell everyone what the versions are, where, where they're from. Okay, so um, I'm not an absolute expert on this, but um, we have the GFS, which is an American system, which is free for anyone to look at and use um, as a so government product there. Uh, it's it's usually um, tends to sway on the side of um, caution. In other words, it, it puts the wind strengths a bit stronger than what they are in most cases, I find. Uh, there's the European version, which is the EC, whatever it is there. I should have put that up in front of me. It would have been a good idea, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Question without <laughs> notice. <laughs> the, uh, the European system is the ECWF, sorry, ECMWF, um, which is a... Uh, European system, it's generally the most accurate. Um, and then on top of that, there's the predict wind version, so the PWE, which is the predict wind version of the European model. And then there's the predict wind of the GFS model, which is yes. the American model. Yep. On top of that, we have um, the UK model and Spire. I'm not quite sure where Spire comes from. I think it may be Japanese. Yeah. Um, the Spire doesn't seem to be particularly accurate in our part of the world. Uh, now, what it is, it is straight off a computer. So to take the GFS and the European system, um, they're straight off the um, uh, computer without any uh, human input into it. Each of the, the PW systems and um, the predict wind systems, they have some input by a human being. Um, much the same as if you go to the Bureau of Meteorology site, you'll get a seven-day wind forecast. Um, but it, again, is straight off the um, computer without human input. And then you go to their forecast. Um, so we have quite a lot of systems that we download via Starlink these days, which is great. It means we can download as often as we want. And um, we we look at all the systems and determine which one is going to be the most likely for ourselves or which one could be the most hazardous for ourselves, and we get up and run away from it if we have to. So um, we're about um, 80 miles out of Port Douglas now, I guess, around that, that area. So if we had to get up and run, we'd uh, little under 10 hours to get back into port and start to get things happening. But... Um, Jenny, with a cyclone, you want to be there, start of the setup, so two or three days prior to that happening. Um, for a simple reason, we all have to evacuate the marina, and 
the boats are getting bigger and the, uh, the river system out of Port Douglas hasn't got any bigger with it. It's still the same size river. Yeah. It's very tight up there. Excuse me. Yeah, so we're just getting back to those different those different uh, predictions. You can actually, as you say, if you get two or three or four of them all saying the same thing, you're pretty likely that's going to be what happens. You there, Pete? No. Peter's left the building. Up. It sounds like you're coming back on. We're coming back on ourselves. Starlink mustn't be playing the game. That's right. Shame we lost Peter. He's good value. Should I try and give him another buzz back? Uh, you can try. You can try, see so if you can get him. I've got a couple of minutes. That's right. Yeah, there's no problem there. Just turn you <laughs> No, I was, I was actually going to do it just live to air and just see. Uh, uh, see what happens with it. Yeah, yeah. why not? Go with uh, the flow. <laughs> yeah. That's the problem with uh, computers. Oh, it's good fun. Okay, that's the same. Blake's Marine. Uh, open today, 8 o'clock to 4 p.m. So if you're looking for any boating gear or any advice, give them a call. I'd say the wind's picked up. <laughs> oh, there's a bit too much cloud. <laughs> his predict wind hasn't quite worked the way he wanted it to. But, uh, did you get him back? Or? No, no, he's uh, he's not there. No, not there. It was interesting. It, it, he posted a photo the other day, and we've all got it now on our, our plotters and all that. When you do anchor up, it's a very good system where you've got an anchor drag alarm. Yeah. And it actually, when you know you're set right, when you get a perfect circle, when the wind swung around, and I, mine I could set it for 20, 50, 70, 100 metres. So if you're anchoring and you want to go to sleep, I've actually got an alarm from the GPS down into my cabin, and it yeah. blares at you. So if it goes outside of that, you know, you might be on a, on a 40 metre swing, so you got set at 70. As soon as it goes outside that area, the alarm will go off so you know something's going on. I call it sleep easy. <laughs> well, that's it. After that other product. Before I had the, the buzzer on there, before we could work that out, I got a couple of baby monitors. And put a baby monitor in the wheelhouse. Yeah. And one down below the cabin. Same thing. Yeah. On the BMG on my boat, it's got an anchor alarm, but that's, I mean... I can't hear it when I'm standing next to it. That's right. You know, yeah. so I've got I've got one on my phone and one on my iPad, and I leave yeah. my iPad on on a very dull thing. So if I wake up in the middle, I can look and go, go back to sleep. Well, the, the um, GPS has got um, Wi-Fi's to my uh, iPad, so I can lose. There's no oral warnings on it. Yeah, exactly <laughs> the same. Exactly the same. <clears throat> We're in the same boat. Yeah, I've got, uh, I, I, and it's great because. I can sit there with my iPad in the cabin uh, or at the nav table. I can do all my plotting, everything there. It's awesome. I can I can play silly buggers when the boys are on watch and move the boat left and right and they get trying to work out what's going on. <laughs> now, now they know it's me. I've only worked a few times. Oh. <laughs> nice <laughs> guy. Why, why are we going off course? 45 degrees to port or <laughs> You're a mean man. I know that already. Hey, hey, no, but it just, just shows you if they're if they're actually looking at what's going on while they're on watch for a couple of hours. Do you have the alarm like Pete's got that goes off every no, 20 no, minutes? No, I haven't. I could put one on there. That's a good idea. It's, not every ten, it's less than about every two to five minutes you can set it. Really? It's a watch alarm, so you've got to press the button. Uh. It's a good thing if you're doing a lot of ocean travelling. Absolutely. It's a thing. It just keeps, you, keeps people awake. Absolutely. But go to shorter shifts if you need to, too. It depends on who's doing the watches. A shorter shift's better if you've only got... The, sm- the smaller your number, the big- you're better off doing bigger shifts, though, aren't you? No, no, no. People get tired and get bored. Uh, it depends on how long you're travelling for. If you're only travelling for 
a day trip, it's not a problem. But if you're traveling four or five days, you need to get something into a rhythm. Yeah. And uh, share it around. So, um, just in your off times, you get bigger, bigger sleep times. If that's you, what you want. Yeah. That's what you want. So three, four hours. You you recommend? Uh, we do. If we're four and we'll be two on uh, six off. Um, except if you've got a husband and wives, and we'll do four on four off because it's two on watch. Off, yeah. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, we'll do uh, three and nine. Well, that is the program for this morning. We hope Kieran is on the improve. Hope he's on the program tomorrow. Miss the boy. Yes, he will be. Miss the boy. Have a great day, everyone. It should be an absolute ripper. Get out and enjoy our waterways. Or if uh, you're, you're down near one of the, the lakes, go out and spend a bit of time down the lake. Even if you don't go fishing, just enjoy a picnic or whatever it might be. That's the one. Safe boating, everyone. And uh, as Kieran would say, keep your eye on the sky. Where the wobbler and the dragonfly knew us like they knew the river bend. But as sure as yabbies bite your toes, this boyhood story had to end. 2SM Super Network News. South Africa has launched proceedings against Israel in the United Nations International Court of Justice. South Africa have accused Israel of a genocide following their conduct in the war in Gaza. The first wind farm to be built in New South Wales in two and a half years has been approved by the state government. The 1,500 megawatt wind farm is being built in the New South Wales River Arena, set to power over 700,000 homes. Immediate, independent, unbiased. There are still 11,000 properties in Queensland without power after the storms on Christmas night. Acting Queensland Premier Cameron Dick says 92% of the services have been reconnected. A ban on disposable vapes is set to be implemented nationwide from March 1st. Ben Harris from Private Healthcare Australia says the federal government should be commended for moving to ban the harmful vapes, but it will take a sustained effort to protect Australians. 2SM Super Network News. If you're looking for value for money on all homewares, then check out the incredible savings at Peters of Kensington. You'll get more bang for your buck on cookware, small electrical dinnerware and tabletop items, kitchenware, Manchester luggage and more. All the top brands are at Peters. Scanpan cookware, Rydell glassware, Wedgwood dinnerware, Stanley Rogers cutlery and Sheridan towels. Visit their flagship store at 57 Anzac Parade, Kensington, open seven days a week or shop online. Petersofkensington.com.au why in the world would you shop anywhere else? The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Enjoy a brilliant $2,000 factory bonus on selected Santa Fe and Palisade. Plus a great $1,500 factory bonus on the Tucson SUV. Experience our most innovative SUVs, packed with smart sense safety, advanced technology and intuitive design. Hurry, limited time only. Offer on select stock and not applicable on every model. T's and C's apply. Visit your local showroom today. Imagine that. Hyundai.